Golf, Golf Never Changes, is brought to you by the LaGrange Directory. The LaGrange Directory, constantly orbiting overhead, just out of sight. Hi listeners, Gwyn here. Turns out, life cannot stop exploding after two years of a pandemic. While I work on rearranging things to get our next episode produced, we prepared a bonus episode for y'all. It's a lot looser than our usual content, and a bit more off-the-cuff. Big thanks to my friend Fox for helping me edit this episode. I hope you enjoy, and stay on the green out there. Uh, there's, like, a famous bit of footage of, like, a moose walking on the course at uh, Terra Nova, I think. <laughs> and also the wild. <laughs> I mean, hey, that sounds fantastic. Also terrifying. Yeah, yeah if you uh, yeah. walk oh onto God. the onto the course, you're not you shooting leave. your ball. You're waiting for it to go. You, oh, you wait. No, I would. I would not want to hit a moose with a golf ball. I would die. No, not at all. You don't want to make a moose. <laughs> threaten a moose ever. No. <laughs> Some people may not realize this, but uh, moose uh, very frequently clear one ton in weight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a moose will kill you. Yeah. yeah. A moose is probably more dangerous than a brown bear. They yeah. definitely don't can think be. of a moose as as a horse. It's way bigger. <laughs> it, yeah, it's not. Mm-hmm. Bear is a better explanation for what it. It's like twice the, the challenge rating. Like, don't even. <laughs> <laughs> Microsoft Golf. You can move the pole further away and closer. You can move the pole right or left. You can have the best swing in the world when your swing is just right. In order to set it, release the mouse button, then click and hold the left mouse button. Place your cursor out on the fairway. Release the mouse button. The golfer disappears, then click and hold the left mouse button without aiming your shot. Golf. You can have the best swing in the world. That depends on the power and accuracy of the last marker location. Golf. But beware, the last marker location when your swing is just right. In golf, you'll be lost. Okay. Welcome, everyone, to Golf. Golf never changes. We are back. For a, another episode. This one, though, is going to be a bit of a departure from uh, our current course of exploring the history of the Lynx series, because there is a game in the Lynx series that uh, doesn't quite fit the narrative I've been constructing super well. This is, of course, Lynx LS 1997. But thankfully, we have a friend who is fairly familiar with the game and also has a bit of personal history with golfing in a part of the world which there is not a lot of conversation around the golf culture in. So uh, with that in mind, I'd like to introduce our friend Delilah. Uh, She is a mildly popular werewolf artist, so she's an Mm -hmm. artist who's a werewolf and also a Newfoundlander. Hello, I am here. Hey. So, uh... I, I was wondering if I could hit you with uh, with two questions right off the bat. Mm-hmm. Um, first off, I was wondering, how are your what are your feelings in general about golf? Oh, my feelings are complicated because I think it can be an mm-hmm. interesting sport to play. I'm not a fan of ecological issues involved with golf, and mm-hmm. the 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 general like it tends to be a lot of rich people doing business issues as well. 
And people who want to be rich people, I think it's a fun thing to play. But yeah, like clearing out large swaths of swamp and marshland to make a golf course is not a good thing to me. Yeah, and that's definitely a thing that we haven't talked much about yet on the podcast, but is a topic that I've been wanting to get into in the long run. Because I think there's a lot of impact that, you know, the construction of golf can have. And I think it's interesting that golf came from a very... um, a very natural environment to be played on, you know, the, the Scottish links mm-hmm. where it was invented and has become a very constructed game. So Didi, what is your personal history with golf? Well, my family would sometimes take me all across the province to play golf. I have been at several mm-hmm. courses. The ones we talked about were Brookside, the Wilds, Terranova. Uh, what was the other one? I think Willows. The Willows at Holyrood, which yeah. used to be called Willowbrook. Yes. There's also, there's there's a few others. Uh, Garnish in Frenchman's Cove, which is actually my favorite, I think. Just because of a, a layout nature, I, I found that one kind of nice. But I found it very interesting when I was uh, doing background research for uh, this episode that Newfoundland actually uh, has a, um, a golf association, which the province runs, mm-hmm. and that y'all have around, like, 17 courses currently active. There were 20 or so back in 2009, apparently, so I imagine... Few years into a pandemic has not has probably not played nicely. No, some of them have definitely fallen on harder times. Mm-hmm. A lot of them are also, uh, from what I noticed, a lot of them are like near provincial parks. It looks like. Uh, yeah, like Terranova is a provincial park. The the park is literally called Terranova, the provincial park. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Um. So this is going to be a bit of an off the cuff episode, kind of just like chatting about mm-hmm. all of this. Uh. So. Uh, we will eventually briefly talk about um, Link's LS 1997, but uh, personally, I find it much more interesting to talk about like Newfoundland and what golf is like over there. Uh, Newfoundland has very interesting geography. It is, what would you say, very hilly? Uh, yeah. <laughs> There's Even on the, the flatter courses, there are some hills. It's nowhere near like playing on the Scottish Highlands, but they're mostly mm-hmm. inland and built around swamps and marshes, which leads to its own right. problem. One thing you're going to want if you want to golf here is a lot of bug spray. You want to just coat yourself <laughs> head to toe in bug spray, and you're still going to get bit a bunch. Oh gosh, yeah. yeah it's uh, it's real bad. Even the one I liked <laughs> was one of the worst experiences for insect oh bites. My God. So you brought up a few different uh, a few different courses here. Uh, Terra Nova, I remember you you had some interesting thoughts on in particular. Uh, you said it was very uh, it had a lot of water features. Uh, from what I can remember, it has been like 10 years. It has uh, a mm. few more water features than some of the other courses. But water features are also kind of common here just by the nature of where they made the parks. Right, because you said they were a lot a lot of them around like marshland and stuff. Yeah, they're built on top of bogs. Yeah, so some of the, the ones at Terra Nova, for example, are like shots. I think there's a shot over a river. I can't remember. Mm-hmm. Um, parts of it are definitely next to large ponds. I also looked at, uh, I went and looked up a Brookside Golf Course as well, which ah, I found yes. um, was, A, confusing, because it is not in Brookside. Uh, no, it's, it's in, in Hatchet Cove. Cove. Yeah. <laughs> which is, like, not even that close. I know. Um, I think at one point it was called Hatchet Cove. I mean, everybody I knew called oh, okay. Hatchet Cove. Mm-hmm. I, I guess that could just be, like, the people I played with colloquially called it Hatchet Cove mm-hmm. because it was in Hatchet Cove. Do you, ha- do you know how Asher Cove got its name, or is it just... Not a clue. 
Um, I'd have okay. to look it up. It probably has some innoc- innocuous mm. story, like most of the small towns around here. I do find it really fascinating. Like every part of the reason I particularly want to like have this little bonus episode where we just chat about shit is like I always find it really fascinating whenever you're like telling me stories about Newfoundland. There's like so much yeah. like lore in the culture, mm-hmm. and I find that very interesting. Like, well, there's uh, this place called Spyglass Cove, for example, unrelated to mm-hmm. the golf talk, but um, Spyglass yeah. was named because it was where pirates hung out. There's a lot of little places <laughs> yeah. named after stories like that. Yeah, it's interesting, like, as a as a Torontonian, like, my experience with a lot of stuff around here is not very deep in personal history much, like, most of, a, a lot of names and stuff, like, do come from specific things, but it's not really something that we culture much of, like, an oral history about, hmm. whereas yeah, we it seems... a lot of pirates. So I, I was trying to figure out um, currently what's up with Brookside because uh, it wasn't listed on the uh, Newfoundland Golf Association site, and so, I looked up their website, and it is currently down, and their Facebook has not posted in a while. Uh, my assumption is um, with COVID that they have either temporarily shut down or they're permanently shut down at the moment or waiting new ownership. Yeah, I mean it's currently off season for golf anyways, right? Uh, yeah. So Now I do have one uh really tidy uh this is completely inconsequential, but um I was just looking through info for Brookside out of curiosity and um on their Facebook I looked through some of their photos and uh I found what might be one of the most terrifying images I've, I've ever seen. The golf thing. Um Avery, did you did, have you followed this link? Let me. Uh, I haven't followed the link. Show me the link. Here, let me get it now. I'll react to it. Here, I can. I can give you the image. Uh, okay, the image. So right. what's going on? Oh. <laughs> so uh, there is a, there is a, uh, there is a weather report in this image, which you know is reasonable. Yeah. There's a golfer standing next to it with uh, his putter raised. He's looking yeah. uh, either like he's about to sneeze or. Uh, Perhaps, uh, like, he's excited. It's hard to tell. Then there's a picture of the the actual golf course um, behind him. (laughs) And standing on the course, (laughs) like a, um, like some sort of, uh, 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 roving enemy in a Final Fantasy game, uh, is this, a man inside of a gigantic golf ball costume. It's a little horrifying. It's a big ball. It might be the same it, man. It, <laughs> yeah. it might be, yeah, it's tr- It's hard to tell. Um, He's just, uh, the golf ball is clearly made of some kind of fabric, I think, because it is misshapen yeah. and deformed. It is not It is not, not, <laughs> it is not they did not spherical. Make it yeah. It, it is more like the shape of a potato. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's probably like a big outfit with stuffing in it. You know, he has like um, they're Mickey Mouse gloves, but they're golf. They're golf gloves. They're cut out like a golf. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like the way you. Oh yeah, he's got Disney. And his yeah. can I say that? His... <laughs> and his 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 elbows and knees are barely escaping the golf ball uh, <laughs> like the and and the top of the ball is like right up to his chin like it very it very much looks like he's being consumed by the golf ball it almost looks like chopped together like the legs and arms 
the oldest. He also has this very uh, I don't know if aggressive is exactly the right term, but he's sort of got his hands forward and like he's kind of haunched down. Do you know what it reminds me of? There are enemies in Souls games that they'll like tuck their arms in, their arms and legs in, and roll towards you as an attack. No, you're absolutely right. This is this is a this this is a cartwheeler of golf. Yeah, yeah. You go you go to the the historical links in Elden Ring. (laughs) I've been there. It's, re- it's a real place, and these enemies are ro- roving around. If you haven't oh, found it, uh, be better at video games. If you, if you haven't found the golf course in Elden Ring, have you considered getting good? It's one of those walls you have to hit fifty times. It's a wall, yeah. It's 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 an invisible yeah, it's, wall. It, I put a note mm-hmm. by it, and yeah, it doesn't die at first. You have to keep it's it. it's a it's an illusory wall behind an illusory wall behind an illusory wall behind a boss. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and he's the boss. Um. <laughs> and that's the boss. That's the cartwheeling golf ball who kills you. <laughs> he kills you. So. Yeah, like a regular golf ball, but he kills you. <laughs> um, so when I played at Brookside, this thing didn't exist. Mm-hmm. This golf ball man. <laughs> he, he didn't exist yet. I'm glad I never met him because I would be terrified. I was you're also just trying to go. You're just trying to rent your golf clubs, and and this this little uh, golf man is maybe he's the guard. Maybe he guards <laughs> the equipment. <laughs> is he the spirit of golf? Is he like a golf topa? Oh, maybe. <laughs> So the other thing I was surprised to learn is that there, it, in recent years, it had also become part RV. I don't like RV park, and mm. I don't remember if that was the case back in like two thousand one, two thousand two. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! I, I did notice a lot of the um, a lot of the uh, the golf courses I was looking at on the site do seem to be either like connected to like campgrounds or parks mm-hmm. or RV parks or hotels, like Terranova. Um, Terranova has like uh, a resort on site. And mm-hmm. the Wilds also has a resort. It's very common to have a resort. Unless there is something else around that area filling that role. But most mm-hmm. most like have a big like borderline hotel on it that you can rent out or have like little conferences at. Brookside is an interesting course because of how like even it's an it's only a nine hole for one. And also it's um it's very hilly even compared to other courses here. There's a lot of shooting uphill and side hills and there's this one water hazard. This is I remember this water hazard so well. I'm gonna put the the, the image link in the uh in the chat. I remember that water feature there because I oh, think everybody yeah. tried to hit oh. one of the rocks to try and bounce it over. <laughs> yeah. It never worked. Yeah, okay. It never yeah, worked. So worked. Just a bite. That's the but it was cool. yeah. yeah. So just to describe for um for listeners here, um so the the golf course, uh right before the green, um, there is this rectangular water hazard which is like it's it's very geometrically like exact <laughs> and it's it's lined with rocks and there are three equidistantly placed large rocks in the middle of the hazard uh it really does look like little bounce pads almost you know mm-hmm. and, and what i think is really kind of interesting honestly is like looking at it like the green almost looks like a baseball diamond right behind it <laughs> with uh a sand trap like uh, right where the home base would be. It's very interesting. Oh yeah, the the course is very. I mean, it's it's it suffers the same fault as most golf courses here, and that there's a lot of bugs. But um, mm-hmm. it's very interesting just by the nature of how much you're shooting uphill, and then you'd have these like 
a, a few segments going down. You were basically golfing up mm -hmm. the hill, down the hill, up the hill, down the hill. In this image, um, in particular, there's a, I think it's a I think it's another court, another hole, but uh, uh, you can see the hill, the incline of the hill in the background, and it's just like it's it's massive. It, yeah. it, it's very hilly. Oh, you um, have no idea. There is to start <laughs> the course. There mm -hmm. is now they might have fixed this since then. I don't know, mm -hmm. but back then. There was just a massive, uh, you just had to go up this one huge hill. And mm -hmm. if you didn't rent a golf cart, that was a pain. <laughs> because it was just <laughs> right, a yeah. big, painful walk up a very steep hill. And mm -hmm. at one point, they had uh, decided, we're just going to give people cart rides up and down the hill. <laughs> Because that seems reasonable, yeah. Yeah, because people were having trouble getting up the hill, and they were unprepared to go up the hill. If you were carrying your bag over your shoulder, mm -hmm. it was awful. If you had a wheelie cart, mm -hmm. it was still awful, but a little more uh, <laughs> acceptable. And if you had a easier. Flintstones cart, it sucked. Oh, it sucked. <laughs> it was awful. So, um... One course in particular that you mentioned to me that I was really fascinated by was um, uh, you were telling me about um, uh, the Willows at Holyrood, which used to be uh, formerly known as Willowbrook. Mm -hmm. And you were telling me something about the uh, the design of it uh, and how it was built. So the story behind it is well-known wealthy man here had the course designed specifically for left-handed players because his daughter is left-handed and she liked playing golf. And it is okay. most most golf courses are designed for right-handed people. Mm -hmm. Now, you, you might not think about it as a thing, but when you consider that most players... Um, if you're right-handed and you take a swing, your ball will usually go up and drift to the left. It's not like yeah, a, a slice, a, a slice. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But if you got if you hit it so that you have a hook, usually it will, like if you think you get a straight shot, but it ends up hooking, it'll usually end up in the woods. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, like I was, I I looked into this because like I thought this was really interesting because it's something I hadn't really considered much. Um, My grandpa was left-handed, so he was playing that way whenever we went out. Okay. Yeah, my my dad was also left-handed, um, and, uh, I mean, it's a funny story, I'm right-handed, I didn't realize that I had picked up playing golf left-handed until oh, yeah. you pointed it out to me. Right, yeah, I remember <laughs> Because my dad always played left-handed, yeah. uh, so I just naturally was copying just him. Watch. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's something I hadn't even really considered about, um, granted we were just, uh, putting at mini-golf, but, yeah. uh, it was interesting because with mini golf putters, they're 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 symmetrical, right? Like you can putt mm -hmm. on either side of it yeah. pretty much, and doesn't matter. A lot more advanced putters, though, are not symmetrical. Right. Like they mm -hmm. they are meant to be used in a certain way. So uh, I I looked into it and I found um, I found more information kind of on like what the whole left handed experience of golf is like. The uh, golf tutorial site, The Left Rough, has a lot of good info about this. They have a great article kind of about the, the trials and tribulations of playing golf left-handed. Especially around, like, instructional content is all, like, very instructional for right-handed players. Mm -hmm. um, most equipment is made uh, for right-handed players. They actually did a breakdown of uh, one uh, really major brand, and, like, less than a third of its clubs were offered left-handed. So, yeah, especially with, like, navigating courses... Uh, Apparently, like, navigating trees is one of the biggest issues. 
because they'll tend if they're going to be placing trees or leaving trees on one side of the course, they'll leave them yeah. on the left side. <laughs> yeah, the way it's angling. And mm-hmm. if you get whatever. stuck behind yeah. them, oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's interesting because, like, I mean, there's been a lot of studies on this. I mean, I I did a cursory look just to make sure that, like, we were talking real numbers here, and it's like, yeah, there's been gigantic meta-studies about this. Mm-hmm. About 10% of the population is left-handed. Mm-hmm. That's what it looks like. Uh, worldwide, that seems to be about the breakdown. But, like, even less people play uh, left-handed uh, when it comes to golf. Mm-hmm. Um, according to the PGA... Um, Seven percent of Canadian golfers play left-handed, so that's less than the percentage of the population that's left-handed. That's also higher than any other nationality. We have the <laughs> most left-handed golfers in the world, apparently. Yeah. Okay. And there's an interesting theory about this, uh, which uh, actually, Didi, as someone who grew up playing hockey, you might be able to help out with this. Apparently, seventy percent of Canadians shoot left-handed, whereas only 30% of Americans shoot left-handed. And Canadians tend to learn hockey from a very young age. So it's like kind of our, it's not actually our national sport. That's curling, but uh, <laughs> it is socially our national sport. Yeah. I actually <laughs> um, did play left-handed for a while before realizing why am I playing with my left hand? I'm right-handed mm-hmm. and my game improved so much. Ooh. Yeah, um, that is apparently a lot of people's experience. My uh, theory is because I learned from someone who is left-handed. I used to go to cup, uh, hockey mm-hmm. camps and stuff. Yeah, I, I saw a lot of spitballing on theories of why this might be, and essentially it looks like it mostly breaks down to it's cultural. Mm-hmm. The teaching pool is full of left-handers. One thing that's really interesting is um, there's sort of uh, four major golfers who are left-handed. Uh, one of them, uh, Mike Weir, is a Canadian. Um, he was born in, on May 12, 1970, and he played hockey from a young age where he was a pretty good left-handed shot. And so when he took up golf, like he has stated this is why he started swinging left-handed, because just naturally you're used to holding a stick in sports – you're going to hold a new stick the same way. Uh, apparently, uh, he actually considered swapping to right-handed play, um, but uh, he was uh, pen pals with famous golfer Jack Nicklaus and asked him for advice about it. And Jack Nicklaus said, keep playing the way you're comfortable. Don't change it. Mm-hmm. Anyways, he went on to win the 2003 Masters. Uh, so evidently, that was good advice. Mm-hmm. I was kind of curious about this, like, uh, you know, there, there's there's four major left-handed players kind of in golf. Um, <laughs> Pro Golf now uh, called them the Mount Rushmore of lefty golfers. Yeah, okay. I mean, they are all white guys, so okay. Uh, so uh, this is uh, Phil Mickelson, Bubba Watson, Mike Weird, and Sir Bob Charles. Sir Bob. So uh, we talked about Mike Weir. Let's talk about the other guys mm-hmm. so uh phil lefty mickelson is mm-hmm. kind of the most famous left-handed golfer i mean his nickname's lefty right yeah he gets he got the lefty tag he... i handed y'all a youtube video of him playing in one of uh in a game where he uh he does a just a, a great left-handed shot which manages to sneak out from behind some trees in a Ooh. fantastic way nice 
Um, it it, it looks like an almost impossible shot. Like Uh, he was lucky in one sense. He was close to the trees and he had a decent light. He still (laughs) took the shot on. He pulled it a touch. I know that because he was. He's uh, yeah, that's a That fucking rules. Right? So, like, you you can see why this guy would popularize being left-handed. Like, just, yeah. again, just, just to describe for the for the listeners, uh, uh, he's literally behind three trees, and <laughs> it looks like the trees are directly in the way between him and the, the hole. Um, but he does this, this great left-handed shot, which just curves out around the trees and lands directly on the green. It's perfect (laughs) what i found really fascinating is about why he played left-handed he is right-handed everything he does right-handed except for golf uh when he learned golf at a young age though he evidently did the opposite of what i did his dad demonstrated right-handed and he mirrored it to learn it Uh so rather than copying it he like he mirrored it yeah (laughs) so he could kind of stand at the other side and like look at him and Exactly, yeah. yeah. Which is interesting. So that's yeah. apparently where he learned it, and <laughs> he kept going with it. Apparently playing left-handed on a lot of golf courses results in a lot of um, very creative hitting. Because, yeah. like, again, the geometry of the courses is often not designed for left-handed right, play in the mind. right-handed golf courses. Right, so you kind of end up having to do kind of interesting navigational tricks to get through it. Which I, I think is part of what makes... Uh, made a lot of his plays so popular because you just see him do these kind of unsus- unexpected things that uh well i mean they're incredible well, yeah, you have to be creative when the courses are designed against you yeah mm-hmm. another one of the uh of these four players sir bob charles born 14th of march 1936 in new zealand he was the first left-handed player to win the british open in 1963 he is also not left-handed i found his explanation for this very fascinating. He does everything right-handed except play games requiring two hands. Okay. That's interesting. <laughs> I'm not sure what to make of yeah, All right. I, I I know. That's what I was also. I was like that. That's a, an interesting sentence to try and parse. Like yeah. So, I guess baseball, hockey, uh, <laughs> yeah, golf. Uh, <laughs> Unless maybe like he's pitching. Maybe he does that left-handed because that. Yeah, I don't know. It, you know, it, like. Mm-hmm. But I think one of the things that I do think is interesting here is that it's kind of pointing out this trend where, like, it's kind of emphasizing how, like, handedness is not necessarily a wholly like commutative property. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. just because you're you're one-handed in one way doesn't mean it necessarily translates to everything else you do. Right. Um, yeah, like I said, I played hockey for a, a while with my left-handed for some reason. I was playing left mm-hmm. defense with I mean, the left-handed s- stick, and then I was like, I'm right-handed. Yeah, I, I mean, again, like, like 70% of Canadian, ho- like, professional Canadian hockey players shoot left-handed, even though only, like, 10% of the population is left-handed. So, it's, I have mm-hmm. a slight theory, and that has to do with most of our, like, very popular hockey players mm-hmm. being left-handed, and that it, it's sort okay. of... A lot of people end up wanting to play hockey like their favorites. It's interesting, isn't it? Because it's it, it's definitely a very like um, chicken egg situation. Yeah. Because on one hand, a lot of popular left-handed players does mean more people would like to emulate that. But also, if the dominant culture of the game is to play left-handed, being naturally left-handed could grant you an edge. So, 
uh, a digression on it. For like example, a lot of people look up mm-hmm. to Wayne Gretzky. Wayne Gretzky mm-hmm. uh, learned to play left-handed, sort of idolizing his brother mm. who was left-handed. And people would see like everybody when I was a kid worshipped Wayne Gretzky. And they wanted to mm-hmm, shoot like same. Wayne Gretzky, so people were playing left-handed. Right, so yeah. I, I, I cannot say for the whole of uh, hockey, yeah. that's how it is, but I, I know for certainly, like, in the, the age group I was in when I was playing hockey, that was a mm-hmm. huge influence on why people played left-handed, and why they taped their pads mm-hmm. a certain way, and why they taped up their stick a certain way. I think that's, like, I think that's a lot of how, like, the momentum of trends like these tend to, like, carry on, mm-hmm. right? Is that... It's very hard to see, like, you know, uh, where these things originated from, but you can kind of see, like, little hints of why they keep going. Mm-hmm. The last major left-handed player that, that they mentioned was uh, Bubba Watson. He was born November 5th, 1978, in the United States, and he is actually left-handed. For real this time. There's no further notes. He's just actually left-handed. <laughs> uh, he, a... He's left-handed in everything, <laughs> including golf. He's just a regular um, left-handed man. Yeah. What I thought was really interesting is that... Um, Three of the four, like, big lefties in golf are mm-hmm. actually predominantly right-handed, with golf being their exception. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, that that is not in any way invalid. That is totally cool. I just think it's really interesting to note. Like, people yeah. should just play games however it works for them. Mm-hmm. If they learn one way or another, cool, you know? Yeah. But this did bring up an interesting thought to me that I hadn't actually considered up to this point, which is that the Lynx series doesn't let you play left-handed. Oh, they don't? I Oh. Nope. I didn't notice that. Oh my goodness. I didn't notice it either, but now I do. <laughs> yeah, now, now I'm going to pay attention to it every game we play. Yeah, because I, I, look, I looked in... Because uh, it wasn't in the previous oh, games, oh and I actually I actually played Link's Celeste 1997, you know, to check this out, and there are no options for playing left-handed. That's fucked. You are blowing my mind because I realize now a lot <laughs> of the video games I played, like golf-specific video games... Mm-hmm. Almost none of them had an option for left-handed. You were just default right-handed. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh! It's interesting. <laughs> it's interesting, isn't it? Like, it really is. Uh, when we talk about like biases in sports cultures and stuff, like this is kind of how a lot of them kind of can get propagated. It's just like little tiny things that you never think about, right? Like if if someone is if someone's left-handed and they sincerely find it hard to hit right-handed, could be a coordination thing, whatever, they want to play left-handed, but everything, all the media they're consuming tells them that left-handed is not an option, they're going to get chased off playing golf. Yeah, absolutely. You're going to... It's like anything. If you think that the sport is literally built against you, you're not going to want to play it. Let's 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 talk a little bit now about Link Celeste 1997. So, um... First off, let's just get out of the way. Uh, Lynx LS 1997 was released in 1996. <laughs> God, they're always doing that with games. <laughs> it's like cars, right? Like, it's just like, it's it's always like, it's like a year in the future every time yeah. it comes out. Yeah, Unreal Tournament was doing that for a while. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, like, this is kind of a weird entry, because like, this uh, Lynx game does not get adapted by Microsoft into a Microsoft Golf game. And... It also is not directly in competition yet, so there's kind of this little gap where um, Access Software puts out this game before the real rivalry starts. I actually managed to grab a GameSpot review of this, which very helpfully informed me that by this point there were 17 course packs for it. Dang. 
which is interesting because that's exactly how many golf courses are in Newfoundland currently. <laughs> so I think technically that means that um, Newfoundland is uh, at least as good as Lynx LS 1997. <laughs> at least. The, it also has a really cool werewolf artist, so... Uh -huh. the, the real benefit <laughs> to the... Um, the real bonus point to the um, Lynx uh, 97 is um, no bugs. As in, no that's insects true. biting you. I, I, that's I, true. I need to drive this, <laughs> this boy to hope. Golfy here, a lot of bites, a lot of bugs. One thing that was really fascinating, they, they mentioned this in the review, um, Lynx LS 1997 came in a really absurd retail packaging. It was two full-size boxes shrink-wrapped together. One of them for the main game, and the other one for the Arnold Palmer uh, course <laughs> expansion that came with it. Yeah. Here's the thing, though. It just looks like two games. Because apparently, and again, the GameSpot review explicitly said this, the CDs are in a case in one box and the manuals are in the other box. <laughs> Good, for <them>. Good for them. Good for them. Good for them. Why? <laughs> so, Didi, uh, I think you were telling me that, that this is sort of the Lynx game that you remember playing uh, growing up. I, I have to look at footage of it. Uh, to remember, but this looks familiar. I think this was one of the versions I played. We didn't play the Arnold Palmer expansion. I am familiar with the Link Fair series. Enough. As uh, they were so obsessed with golf that they would put it on the computer, like they were sharing mm -hmm. the same CD between all these different computers. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. And, none, and this was before calling in home to you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It was just like Yeah, this is part oh, of that yeah. uh this is this is this is part of that in the previous episode we were talking about software piracy. Yeah. And th this is part of that uh whole uh the whole numbers getting inflated Ooh. business. Yeah. <laughs> I mean the, someone did pay for it and we were just sharing it around and giving it back whenever mm -hmm. because they wanted to share. It was it was uh boomers wanting to share this thing they liked with each other mm -hmm. except they were physically um, handing the cd over to each other be like here install this here's the passcode because <laughs> you didn't have to have the cd in i don't think you could or you could install the contents to the uh to your drive um i played around with that a little bit that too it, um it allowed playing the uh courses directly off discs which is you know that's nice especially when there's like 17 courses potentially it would run better um but obviously take more space up on your computer if you didn't have that space yeah i mean at this time the 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 speed of running it off of media versus your drive would be very marginal because bottlenecking on the on uh hardware io wasn't quite as bad yet mm -hmm. but uh yeah definitely <laughs> one thing i found um really funny was I am 99% sure that the in-game font is Comic Sans. Oh my god. <gasps> I just had it open. I have to yes. look at it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to show you all the, the Link's LS experience. Show us. Oh. So we're going to play golf. We're oh, going to play the congressional uh, count, country. L yeah, so do you see this this font? <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. That yeah, looks like right. Comic Sans. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that Comic Sans is the font on, uh, on Link's LS. Oh, my. So, uh, other things I noted uh, once I got into uh, actually playing is that the uh, the UI is atrocious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. The background is not fun. That is... Um, oh, no, no, no. You haven't seen the world <laughs> yet. Wait until, wait until it loads. So, when... When the game starts out, it looks fairly good. Oh, yeah. Like, like, oh, like the graphics are nice. Yeah, back. that looks really nice. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it looks nice, it sounds nice, the, nice, the animations are really smooth. Let me just do a swing here so y'all can see. 
I totally fucked oh that gosh, up. That oh yeah, that's a really wood. high FPS there, isn't it? Yeah, like this very smooth FMVs. Yeah, uh, you know, looks great. So you might be wondering how um, how you do a lot of stuff. Microsoft Golf was really good in that it had like all these windows which yeah. laid out like showed things. Right here's the menu at the bottom of the screen. Uh, that it looks, looks that is like confusing. Yeah, that it's yeah very old UI. That looks like The Sims. It looks like the controls of like a bathosphere from Victoria. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it looks like an old it's point just and a, click a adventure. Flutter, game. and it does at least like sh like on rollover tell you what things are. But there's so many there's so just many like yeah, they made every club have its own button instead of grouping that mm -hmm. somewhere. Uh, the different shot types are like, their own buttons. Oh my gosh! Again, I'll point out when you pull up uh, advanced shot setup, uh, you cannot choose to be to left play left-handed. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, okay. So, and like, like, the thing is, like, all of these features, like, all of these menu items and stuff that did exist in Microsoft Golf, but the UI is so much better. This is immediately overwhelming and alarming yeah. in a way that is so unapproachable. I think the advanced shot was a lot bulkier, too. Like, it looked like it just took up so much space. <sighs> mm -hmm. All right. So now we get to talk about something that my brain exploded uh, last night oh. when I noticed this. Yeah, this oh. was because I never I don't thought know. I, see, I think I see exactly what. I, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if this was just not present in the previous games or if it was just not present in the previous courses. But this is the first time that I noticed that there's a thing in golf that is called the ladies' tee. Yeah. And the ladies' tee is a difficulty ranking, which is... um below championship it's also below pro it's also below amateur it's also below junior it is the lowest difficulty rating for a golf course uh yeah, yeah. when i was starting up on golf um some of the sometimes if we were struggling they would say okay go shoot from the ladies tee great i'm glad that that, that this this game is just sexist from the ground level yeah that's that's cool that's yeah thanks golf. so i don't i don't know i don't i don't recall whether microsoft golf took out that difficulty level um or if it was just you know that the course packs that it had didn't have a ladies tee mm -hmm. or what they might not have um, i think they just used the it. colors yeah i think they were using the colors of the tees instead because those are usually okay. like those different colors future gwen here i have in fact gone back and confirmed that microsoft golf 1.0 multimedia edition did not in fact have a ladies tee difficulty it had colored tees but did not specifically gender the easiest teeing. In addition, there are no left-handed options in that version of golf either. You know. See, that's that's fine to me. Like that's all the like, yeah. That's like just use the colors. like just color them. Yeah. You don't have to call them. You don't have to fucking. You don't have to like you, like you. You don't yeah. have to be like ah. Oh, what are you a pussy? Fire from this the yeah. tee. <laughs> yeah, Come on. Yeah. Um, wow. so yes, this is, um, a feature even on modern golf courses on the golf courses mm -hmm. I have played, they all have that order you have listed. They have pro, intermediate, junior, and ladies. Most mm -hmm. women I knew refused to play from the ladies tees mm -hmm. as you Yeah, would. obviously. Um, <laughs> they would shoot from the men's so, like... Also, this is the other stupid thing. Um, they weren't called intermediate mm -hmm. or amateur. They were called mm -hmm. men's tees. 
It was pro men's juniors ladies. Burn down those golf courses. Hey, they la- la- ladies, do y'all want to go play golf and just fucking stomp the men on the way? Yes. Like, <laughs> I just fuck them. I uh, no, I, I I would no if 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 I went onto a golf course and a, some fucking dude recommended I start on oh, the ladies' tee, I would fucking kill him with my eyeballs. <laughs> like, thankfully, um, yeah. they won't tell you once you pay your time, you can shoot from wherever. Yeah. As long, well, yeah. I mean, you want to shoot from if you're following the rules you want to shoot at whatever tees you want but yeah yeah um so the like i said most women i knew would just shoot from the men's tees because it's like i don't want to shoot from the ladies tees what's the point yeah that's not the hard i mean like uh yeah and it's like it's like look like like having like having semi-decent upper body strength is like a part of of driving really far Mm -hmm. sure but like it's not that big an element. Like, it's not, it's not something that's, like, meaningfully different. You know, this isn't weightlifting. This is, this is golf. Yeah. There's a reason that, like, a, a 60-year-old golfer is playing against a 20-year-old golfer. That 60-year-old golfer is probably going to win. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. they have the experience. It doesn't matter how buff their arms are, yeah. you know? <laughs> and, um, yeah, again, most of the women would sometimes outplay the men because it mm-hmm. didn't matter it's like they weren't playing from the ladies tees they were playing from the men's team tees mm-hmm. and they were doing mm-hmm. roughly roughly the same generally because if you're playing yeah. with each other all the time honestly the biggest problem came when um the men would try to suggest how do the ladies should hold their club or play oh yeah and people mm-hmm. would get frustrated and say be quiet and then yeah. eventually like, like this, and then you swing shut it up. at their head. Yeah, eventually it just mm-hmm. became, shut up, I'm taking my shot, go away. Mm-hmm. I don't know if, Didi, you would like to weigh in on this at all, but I was actually thinking of giving a ranking to uh, Link's LS 1997, because I did play it for about 10 minutes. Yeah. I was thinking about giving it a bogey, Yeah, I'm gonna... which is the lowest score we've given a game so far, but the Bathysphere UI is pretty bad. Yeah, yeah I was actually thinking of double bogey. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> yeah! Aside from the the um, the weird gender uh, issues of like women have to shoot from here. I mean, they don't have yeah. to. It, it, it's, it's not. It's not. Even, if you're playing a female character, it's not even required. Yeah, it's like, a, it's, just... it's it's a in quotes suggestion. It's a sexist suggestion, it's, but it's there. It's, I think it, it's a it is the na- it is the name for a difficulty level uh, in the game. Yeah. It is not actually tied to the gender it of the player. So I mean, it's not like th- a holdover from yeah. literally. The I, I am the not game. marking that. Uh, yeah, I'm not marking that against Lynx LS 1997 in specific. In I am marking that against golf as as <laughs> a whole. Uh, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> A bogey seems okay. Um, yeah, yeah. bogey's bogey. The UI, I'm, I'm mean because the of game you look, you look mean. I'm gonna. <laughs> I cannot imagine yeah. using that UI. It's oh, just UI. a cluster. Yeah, I think you remind I me think double bogey's fine. Yeah, you remind yeah. me of the UI. You know, I was like, oh yeah, double bogey. <laughs> What's really funny is like this got good reviews when it came out. Like, I can understand like when okay. there's not a lot of golf games so, yet, and it's visually a nice upgrade. I mean, have y'all have y'all pl- have y'all played have y'all played Wizardry before? <laughs> I have an yeah. explanation yeah. because I remember playing uh, games at this point in time, and we went yeah. from the three point one, the Windows three point one, and mm-hmm. the the, the 1990 and the 93 versions of Lynx mm-hmm. with that square window box. Like, it looked like a window yeah, shot. Yeah. We went from that like to that, that and the visually, it looked like an upgrade because there was more to it, like, visually. 
Yeah. Right, yeah. So the reason why it might have got better reviews is because, ooh, look how prettier it is. Even yeah. though it it's is a really like it is really pretty. Like I, it's a cluster. I, I, I will say that, but um, like it, it's... it's kind of the first of a more traditional UI we've seen from a yeah. golf game. This golf the, series, but the also UI it, it is better like, like in terms of readability and use. I like the old one better. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The the thing like the thing is also like like information like how far you're hitting and like your angles that are a lot harder to mm-hmm. read. Mm-hmm. I was i took my second hit in a game and i overshot the green entirely yeah. because it just i could not figure out how far i was hitting mm-hmm. yeah like i think also it's a thing like i i brought up wizardry kind of jokingly but like um i was chatting with a friend recently about like from soft from software games like dark souls and and elden ring etc yeah. and uh how i didn't i never found the way that dark souls you know writes information about game statistics and like inventory items and what they do and stuff unapproachable but i also grew up playing wizardry which if you don't know it is a series of dos dungeon crawlers which tells you nothing and gives you a dense manual to read and is basically a pain in the ass and that's just what games were like back then so it's very much a case of like looking back there's a lot of stuff in games that we didn't know we could have better yeah and so we put up with it. But right. now, we, you know, looking back, we go, yeah, actually, I think maybe LS 1997 is not quite doing it the way that Microsoft Golf did. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's a little more cluttered. Yeah. It's not as friendly. I also do remember, I am yeah. remembering playing Microsoft Golf as well. Because, again, they, mm-hmm. boomers wanted to share their, uh, their game. Yeah. Yeah. Boomers love golf. And you know what? I do, in fact, have to hand it to him. There's a reason it's called the King's Game. Uh... You, know you know what sucks about golf? Getting dragged what across province when you don't want to play golf. Uh... That does suck eventually. Oh, why are we doing uh, a 10-hour and... car drive? Oh, because we're going to go over to the col- that, uh, that golf course all the way over there, and we're going to play. Oh. <laughs> God. I hope I have enough batteries for my Walkman. <laughs> oh no! Well, I think that that's gonna probably wrap it up for us. Didi, do you have anything that you wanted to plug before we go? I, I, I'm between projects right now, so I'm just gonna... <laughs> I'm fine. Alright, well, uh, we'll drop a Twitter, a Twitter link. link. You can yeah, follow right. uh, Didi on Twitter. Uh, beware uh, of... Werewolf. A little content warning. I, I content do... warning. Werewolf content. Yeah, but content. I, I mean, I do share sometimes. Art. While I do not produce 18 plus art, some of my friends do, and I support them. Art's cool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> art fucking rules. All right. Sounds good. So uh, check out uh, Cool Werewolf Art, art with Didi. Yeah. Uh, if you ever have a chance to go to Newfoundland, play golf there, because apparently it's actually a great province for playing golf. Just, just bring lots of bug spray. And after bite. Just bring lots of bug, spl- mm-hmm. bug spray. Mm-hmm. And, if you, and if you if you want to play 17 ho- courses of golf, and you don't want to deal with dug, bug spray, don't play Lynx LS 1997, because the UI is like trying to navigate <laughs> with a bathosphere. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.